Smash him! I gave you an order! Smash him off the freaking road! Hello everyone and welcome back to the Long Play Club. This is your episode for Batman Arkham Knight rounding out the Batman Arkham trilogy here on the Long Play Club. My name is Christian Buckley. Joining me back again, going left to right, the Long Play Club consisting of Jack Martin. Hello, good to see you all. It's It's been quite a while, so I'm excited to talk to you guys about this game. Hell yeah. And rounding out the panel, Omar Nakvi. I'm here. Thank you. Batman, it has been a while. <laughs> yes. And, I mean, no better way to kick it off than just saying this right here. Huge Batman fandom thing happened since the last time we recorded, which is very sad, but Kevin Conroy passed away. Uh, he was battling cancer. Uh, and he, I forget when that happened, but that was like, around when we released the final episode of Arkham City. So I was midway through my Arkham Knight playthrough when that happened. And the next time I logged in, I was like, very sad. Uh, and I think that news hit for all of us while we were playing through Arkham Knight, right? I think I, I was so. finished, but it was like just around that time. Yeah, which what a legacy, you know, I feel like there's not much to say for what he's done for this character. But uh, I mean, with this game specifically, I think he absolutely crushed it as Batman, but we'll get yeah. to that. And I feel like from like the nineties all the way up to now, I feel like he got a, with these games in particular, he got a, a new interpretation for the character, which was great to see. But yeah, I mean, he's been fantastic since day one. So it was, mm -hmm. that was really sad. Yeah, for sure. Well, Batman Arkham Knight came out 2015. I think as we typically do with the Long Play Club, it's only fitting that we start as we normally do. History with this game, how you playing it, is this a replay? Omar, we'll start with you. When Arkham Knight sure. came out, what was the vibe? Do you remember any stories? Uh, I, uh, let's hear it. I just remember that I bought that PC port that soon had to be removed from sale. Uh, it was it came out. I don't know. Was it like May or June? And then I had a um, a GTX nine seventy, which was pretty top of the end, top of the line, and it just ran like crap. But I still managed to beat the whole game with it. It crashed a lot, and uh, yeah, it was uh, for a while there. I was one of the only people who had access to Arkham Knight on PC. But yeah, nice. Were you a fan at the time? Oh, uh, I remember not liking it very much. <laughs> Jack, how about you? Yeah, I got it day when it came out. It was either May or June. It was like really sandwiched in between like The Witcher and I forget what other game was around that time. But I remember being like, I, I was like, I need to get it was either The Witcher I need to get over with or this game I needed to get over with to make way for whatever other game was coming was out. Was it a couple of months away, this game you were thinking of? Was it September? Yeah. Was it a game that <laughs> we September played 1st? for this podcast already? No, no, no. Oh, nope. okay. Oh, huh. No, wait, what are you guys talking about? Metal Gear Solid 5. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, okay, different era of the podcast. No, 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 no. Um, I, I think I needed to play either The Witcher or Arkham Knight before the other game. It was, it was, uh, I needed to get Arkham Knight done before The Witcher or The Witcher done before Arkham Knight. Oh, okay. So 
I forget oh. what the order was. There wasn't like a third game coming no, out. No, no, no. Oh, okay. okay. It, it, but I, uh, Metal Gear was soon after, but I had ample time to to play both those games. But that was kind of the state of that summer. And uh, yeah, I honestly didn't really know how I felt about the game at the time. It was a lot darker than I think because of the M rating. I think uh, Arkham City and Arkham Asylum were. Mm-hmm. So the tone was was kind of different and. Uh, I kind of feel like my opinion of the game didn't really solidify until this playthrough. So this is my third playthrough. I played it again in like 2020, had some issues with it, and then I kind of kind of fall where I where I do now with this playthrough. Gotcha. Yeah, I have only played it once before, and that was 2015. And I was obsessed with it because I, I only realized this very recently. Um, I took a break from being like really into games for a couple of years from like 2013 to 2015. Like I played Last of Us and stuff and GTA. Um, and then between then, I think it was just like a couple of Call of Duties. And then I got back in with Witcher. A month or two later, this game came out and I loved the Arkham games before that. So I was like, perfect. This is great. I bought into the hype. I was like, be the Batman. Hell yeah, I will. And then... Um, I sang like 100 hours into it. I 100%ed all the quests. I still don't have the platinum because I have to do some of those challenges and the like map traversal things, which are annoying. But I loved it. I, at off the rip, I was like, I think I like this second most. I don't like the story as much as Arkham City, but I liked it a bit more than Asylum because it was like the full open world Batman experience. We'll see how I feel about it now, but I've cooled off on that idea almost immediately after that year but yeah this was a big game for me and i think for all of us as fans of the arkham series up to this point this is a big deal because it was the fourth arkham game third rocksteady arkham game it was rated m it had like a huge budget looked amazing one of the first next gen looking games next to the witcher 3 and stuff like that so it was a big game when it dropped, so revisiting it in 2022, let's get into it. Holy shit, the intro to that game. <laughs> what the fuck? The Burning the Joker? In the diner? Not Jack's thing, yes, Omar's thing. Oh, okay. you, you play as a cop and shoot civilians. <laughs> yeah. Actively. It was this, and I ended up playing a list of 2015 games when we were talking to Jack about... Uh games coming out and uh battlefield hardline was also that year <laughs> um yeah they showed that 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 opening at like at e3 too i think was it the previous year yeah i think i think it might have been that summer like the last e3 this showed yeah i think it i think it sets the tone for what this game is <laughs> i don't know pretty edgy very edgy i i think you mentioned this last like you mentioned this somewhat omar about like the m rating a few episodes ago yeah uh, I feel like it's so unnecessary for this game. I don't I don't really like when Batman gets too dark and this like I, I for, for me personally, I feel like it goes over the edge and they're doing it just like really revisiting these games and knowing kind of Rocksteady's approach to like storytelling and all that. It's like, oh, they just wanted to be really edgy because they thought it was cool and that you kind of get the sense of playing this game. It's really unfortunate. Like I, I feel like Tonally, it, it it sticks out from the other two games, 
And I don't know. I, I, I don't like that. That's one of the very, one of the many aspects I don't like about this game. Yes. Uh, for cracking into Batman lore, nerd lore for a moment, um, this game, totally different, leaning into the mature shit. There's a reason for this. They lost what made the first two games special at all in that uh, the... I always mix up which one it was. Not Bruce Tim, Paul Dini. Paul Dini, they lost. Yeah, Paul Dini. Paul Dini didn't come back to write it again. Why did he not come back? I didn't know that. I don't know, but yeah, he, don't know. Just, he was instrumental in the tone and the writing of Asylum City because he also was one of the like lead writers and showrunners for Batman the Animated Series, which Bruce Tim was as well. But Paul Dini, I don't know what happened with his career, uh, where he chose to go but uh like leaving batman but bruce tim never gave it up he's like yeah i'll do it i'll do anything and then he wrote some other pretty bad batman stuff um so they lost paul dini and i think that shows in this game compared to the other two even with their problems that we've seen so far doesn't have the heart i have to look up paul dini's wikipedia right now i'm sorry i just have to take a look yeah please do that's crazy to me to know that i remember noticing that too uh, I think in 2015 where it's like, oh, this feels really different. And I also, well, we'll get into the story as a whole, but like it, it feels really disjointed compared to the other other games, like the way they tell the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I feel like that's definitely Paul Dini's loss right there. Yeah, I, I think they, I mean, it, it's tough, right? Because so much of this game in my memory of it and the reason and reception to it at the time, this game's marketing was ridiculous right like i don't remember how much it was but i think the complete version of the game was like 180 dollars because of all the dlc and the season passes and shit like that uh for a single player game it was wildly expensive trailers i remember that uh cinematic trailer with the batmobile and it was like uh the wayne legacy and it was like thomas wayne narrating it uh they show like Batman put the cowl on and I like watched that aspect that four seconds like over and over because I was like that's a guy that's just a dude's eyes it's not a, that's not a model that's an that's a person um how how do you feel about that compared to because I know you hate Uncharted 4's Nathan Drake yeah so I I think here like that was like promotional stuff right sure here in the game they I still think they retain their kind of brick wall look a lot mm-hmm. of time i think it might be more pronounced uh revisiting the older ones because those were the first couple attempts on it and then they discovered like weather effects and lighting for arkham knight yeah. so i think it hides it a little more but yeah it, it's definitely a different face for bruce i wondered if it was like the yakuza games where it's like kiryu is still like a video game character and they don't model him after an actor but mm-hmm. all the new people here or the people like kind of recasted like i don't know if we ever saw barbara before as a model no, I don't think so. no okay so i was like oh, okay yeah. but like poison ivy they just completely changed how she looked yep gordon also <laughs> i think jackie brought up uh how they recast gordon i think for one mike ermin trap <laughs> wait really from breaking bad yeah that's mike mike from breaking bad you didn't know that i did not wait. know that wait gordon? gordon is mike from breaking bad yeah who was Mike in Breaking Bad again? Is that he, he was uh he was um Salamanca's like right hand man. Okay. Or um, 
Why am I blanking? Gus Fring, sorry. Gus Fring's uh, right-hand man. Oh, He's yes, like the Irma old... Trap. Yeah, okay. Mike Irma Trap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. I didn't know that. That's nuts. Yeah. Which, like, I guess makes sense. It used to be like, why would they do that? Like, they, they had their guy. But uh, I guess it makes sense. Like, he's more of a prominent character in this. Yeah. Um... Scarecrow also got a redesign. Scarecrow is pretty front and center in this game. Uh, I think a new voice as well. I'm assuming not the same voice. It's a new voice, I think. For the animated yeah, the, series. The sound one's way more screechier, I think. Yeah, yeah also a completely different direction for the character as well. Yeah. Yeah, like, you'll be flying through the city and you'll hear people being like, you see what Scarecrow did to his face? I guess he, like, cut his skin off or something and replaced it with a sack. Is that what happened? <laughs> What? I, I honestly, I couldn't tell. I wanted to know what his face looked like under the mask because it looked like really disproportionate. Like he had really big teeth, and I'm like, "What's this dude's face look like?" Yeah, I, yeah, I thought it was just fear toxins. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Uh, yeah, no Freddy Krueger. Now it's kind of just like a guy you'd see in a club that he, like he's trying to sell stuff. Like that's kind of kind of the vibe he gives off, right? Um. I, like in terms of look yeah or, like look the direction and direction like that first one he's like i own your nightmares batman you know yeah like, i i i hate this character in this game yeah like not to get deep but like he monologues about fear every like 30 seconds <laughs> and it's a new one every time and he's just explaining what fear is and it's crazy you know he's talking about his toxins over and over again i know that's the character but there's a limit to what i can take it's, and the toxin got to me. It's funny you say that, Omar, because for the intro to this video, uh, I thought it'd be funny to use a voice bark from the Arkham Knight. So I looked up, like, earlier today when I made that clip, uh, Arkham Knight character voice lines, and it played the ones that you, like, hear in your comms or going yeah. through the city. And it was, like, 15 minutes. I was like, okay. Yeah, Troy Baker got in there, did 15 minutes worth of, like, random dialogue. The Scarecrow <laughs> one was, like, recommended hour 20 that's that makes sense i believe it i couldn't believe how much shit they wrote for him and it's always the same (laughs) like he he just seems like a character that we've seen before that's why he's just like whatever in this and to completely like go from the character he was in arkham asylum to make him this is just like i know he was probably like really over the top in the first game but i mean now he's just really stale i think yeah so do you guys think it's just like this take on Scarecrow is that didn't work for you? Or do you think there is like the way he's involved in the story? Because as I was playing, one of the notes I did write down is I think I'd like this game more if it was just Scarecrow taking over Gotham. Like cut everything else out and maybe like give him a bit more substance. I think there's something there. But uh, how do you guys feel about him in general i think in well, asylum he was kind of sorry i guess i'll go i apologize jack no you're good <laughs> but it's my turn <laughs> i think it's not really in asylum i think he's kind of a joke right yeah, but and so he's kind of a fun time and the sequences are cool but like you don't really I, he's not much other than the talks and stuff i guess but in this one he's still kind of a joke but just like really annoying and deadpan or like just kind of like really deathly serious and it seems like batman and everyone's taking him deathly serious and it's like not fun and just kind of 
I think that's Jack said stale mm-hmm. <laughs> or something. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like they probably also done more with with him too. Like they did the, the Barbara fake out, but that was kind of the extent. Like just thinking like the crazy aspects of Arkham Asylum, like that hallway scene we, we, we talked about. That was I don't think there was anything on the level of that in, in here, unfortunately. That uh that Barbara fake out, if I may mention, uh is kind of crazy because I I think Batman doesn't even consider that it might be a trick. Yeah. <laughs> like ever until he realizes it isn't, but it is, but I couldn't believe that. Yeah. Uh what <laughs> I my my note list is like maybe like 30 or 40 just little thoughts I had. The first third is capped off with this story is so dumb. And I kind of felt like that through the whole game. I kind of accepted that early on and I made peace with that because nothing in this story for me outside of the performance from uh, Kevin Conroy's Bruce and maybe some of the drama with him and Robin, nothing else worked for me. Like, Again, I see shades of greatness in here where if they focused on maybe one of these things and gave it the attention it deserved, it could have been great. But yeah, I do we have anything else to say on Scarecrow where we like to break open to the other two thirds of this game narrative wise? I said my piece. I, I have more thoughts on what we're going to discuss. Okay um the other part of how this game opens uh before we get into the fear toxin is we press f to burn your lover uh we we kill a joker like that shit's gross i hate that they did that yeah and you have to physically hold it the whole time (laughs) yeah not cool yeah it's it's weird i was waiting for a prompt i don't think they gave you one and I was just staring at it. no you just gotta figure it out (laughs) that happens sometimes in that game they let you try to figure out the cutscene or yeah. something mm-hmm. it th- this is another like egregious like oh let's make the game and rated just because and it's just entirely unnecessary this was also you know they marketed it with this too the yeah. scene of joker being burned up which is like well how sick is that why what how do you advertise a game as like yo we're gonna burn people up and shoot diner guests like that marketing to where it's like yeah people want to play this now i don't i don't understand it It just seems grotesque for no reason yeah it's it's like the that last of us demo where like everyone cheered when like joel was like smashing people's faces with bricks yeah i think about that a lot i don't get it yeah (laughs) uh the the joker in this game is kind of a fake out at first right because they lead with this it was such like a artistic choice at the end of arkham city to kill that guy and then they're like you know what confirm the kill double tap john wick burn him you gotta do it and then a third of the way in maybe to the playthrough there's this big sweeping climactic moment where batman's removing some like steam cores or something from a plant Uh, not like a plant plant we'll get to that but a power plant and he's gonna die alfred's so concerned he's like this is my legacy and then joker pops up and he shoots you 
Now, because we're replaying this, we all knew Joker was in this game, right? We all knew Joker played a big role in Arkham Knight. For a brief moment, I think it'd be interesting to look back. Do you guys remember how you felt or what your reaction was when you first saw that in the first playthrough? You see Joker? No. I briefly I mentioned it last... Sorry, Jack, you go. I did it twice. No, all good. <laughs> all right. Well, I just think... I think I briefly mentioned in the Arkham City episode that I when I first saw it, I still, I still think it's stupid. Or the... I just think it's like kind of almost cowardly to make something so cool as you're ending in Arkham City and then bring him back like this. But uh, that's what I remember as my reaction in 2015. Hmm. I don't know. I think yeah, I got sick of the Joker at that point. I don't remember having like a strong reaction to it at the time, like the surprise of it. Um, but actually, I, I kind of like his inclusion in this game. Um, admittedly, I do like skip most of the parts where like he's on the rooftop. And like he's talking, I'm just like, I'm going to fly away. But I like how he's essentially, that's like essentially Bruce's conscious, um, conscience, and he's like talking to himself in the form of the Joker. And I think that's handled pretty well. Um, I also like don't necessarily love the Joker as a character in like the original two Arkham games. So him not interacting with any other characters, I think, in this game is, is pretty great. So. Uh, I, I do like how it's handled. And the final scene, I think, is really great. Yeah, I think the finale with Joker in this game kind of makes it worth it. Uh, I, I do think it is the most egregious, despite Mark Hamill killing it with the performance. Like, I do think, like, it's he's really nailing those lines. Uh, I, similar to you, Jack, like, there were a couple times I hung around because I was like, maybe he'll say something interesting. And he never really did. It was just kind of flavor. And... I got my fill pretty quick. Uh, and I think back to what we kind of praised, kind of, there were problems with it, but like the the TVs in the asylum, how he would like sort of, as you're playing, come in like radio call, sort of like Metal Gear villain style. Uh, that's the exact same thing here. Uh, I do like the RP of it where it's like, Batman would just keep walking. So if you're annoyed by it, leave and it's fine. Um, but yeah, I feel complicated about it. I don't really, it doesn't impact the ending of City for me because I still think that was like a really great choice. I see what you're saying, Omar, where it is like, why did we need to do Joker again? Like this game, I think if you took Joker out of it and you just maybe had like a single scene towards the end where Batman is slipping, it could have still been I'd say more effective even and not feel as cowardly as you put it, <laughs> but sure. I don't want to be a hater. I mean, like the thing with the Joker thing too, is I think the marketing, like not marketing, but like they were, I think Mark Hamill was pretty adamant that like Arkham city was like his last time doing the Joker <laughs> or like, uh, so I remember that, like maybe it wasn't Arkham city's last performance. So like within that year, he was like, yeah, I'm retiring from the role or something like that. So I was like, okay. And then, I don't know. I think, I think like, it's some of the best, like, I think Joker writing in the series so far, for sure. And he's some of the dialogue is pretty fun. And I think as a villain, he's like way better than Arkham Knight or Scarecrow in this. But I, I guess I just wish they found a different direction. Sure. Mm. And, and it's another thing that the game has to deal with, too. Like Scarecrow, Arkham Knight, and it has to deal with like those three or four people that are 
infected with Joker's blood, which is like another running storyline from Arkham City that seemed resolved at the end of that game. And then it's another piece of the puzzle of this game, which I think is already spread really thin across like a bunch of different narratives. I think um, they also use him as like a narrative device a bit too frequently. Like uh, sometimes it doesn't really make much sense. But like, you know, I think the first time they mentioned Jason Todd is uh, the Joker says it to you in the movie studios, which I'm not really sure how that works, because does that mean the Joker's brain cells came in the blood or like does Batman know? I don't know. It just seems like he conveniently started setting up the Jason Todd thing right before the reveal would make sense. So I don't know. I hate that part of this game. <laughs> <laughs> the movie studios or like Jason Todd stuff? No, like the, the movie studio is fine. Like navigating through that, I was like, oh, this is like the one of the buildings in uh, Arkham Asylum. But and I do like when games use movie sets for levels because I think that's fun to like, you know, diversify <laughs> the art and stuff. I like that. But yeah, we got one that's a cowboy set. huh? Yeah, that was fun. Pretty cool. But the um. <laughs> The Jason Todd flashbacks, man. Christ. <laughs> I can't. It's like an ISIS video. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> I don't, man, it's like... <laughs> I think that's the other thing. Again, the marketing for this game, if you weren't there at the time, maybe it sounds like we're being too hard on it, but like we were betrayed because they were like... <laughs> Rocksteady was like king of the hill. They had... They could do nothing wrong. We're making an original character. You know, DC, we worked with our partners at DC and every single person. I remember Greg Miller being like, yeah, it's great. Rocksteady proved themselves. They they deserve to put their stamp on the Batman universe. And I agreed with him and I still do. Well, I did maybe not anymore, but Rocksteady, original character. Everyone was like, hey, is that he's got like Red Hood vibes. Like, is that what you're going for? It's like, no. Not Red Hood, not Jason Todd. We're not doing that. And like they said that. Everyone said that. Everyone was like, that's Jason Todd. Yeah. They're like, no, sure isn't. Because it was so obvious. Yeah, man. I feel like there are quotes that were like, you will shoot yourself when you find out who the Arkham Knight is. <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought someone it, said that. It's ridiculous to me that they committed to that bit so hard. And then the second you hear him, like, one of his first lines of dialogue, I, I was trying to put my head, myself in that place of, like, okay, pretend like you don't know who Red Hood is. Like, clearly, it's a young guy that has experience with Batman. What young guys does Batman have experience with? Fucking Robins. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't like Batman's it. And like Robins voiced by, by oh. uh, what's his name? Troy Baker. Yeah, yeah. but not in this game. Not in this one. No. Recast Robin. Oh, it makes me so mad. I hate the Arkham Knight so much. Yeah, Arkham Knight is the worst part of this game. And might be one of the worst villains in video games. Just, like, it's... constantly, like, screaming at you and just... Like, he he kind of reminds me of Kylo Ren, uh, who I don't really like all that much. Like, he just has one note. He's, like, a, even more so than Kylo Ren. Like, just a very one-note character. And at least it's just horrible. Kylo Ren's kind of chill, though, at least where Adam Driver is a great actor. And Troy Baker's kind of great, too. But this is easily his worst performance ever. <laughs> this is this is the worst. Like <laughs> he's screaming at you the entire game. <laughs> I think the other thing, because I think that's a good point of comparison, Jack, with uh, Kylo Ren being like a, 
a villain that they want you to have some sort of sympathy for. I think the thing with Kylo Ren, though, is that, like, maybe I compare the Arkham Knight closer to Anakin, because I think even Kylo Ren to Anakin, I think he has a bit of an interesting twist to him where he's, like, obsessive over wanting to fill a role. And you have the Arkham Knight taking on Batman imagery in this whole game about passing the cowl and all that stuff. They don't do shit with that. Why does he have bat ears? Why? Because it looks cool? Fuck off. Like, what? There's no reason for him to be... Like, I think if they leaned into that, if they were like, I'm the new Batman, it's me. Like, okay. There's at least something interesting, like, similar to Kylo Ren, but here he's just not redeemable at fucking all for me. It sucks. <laughs> I don't like it. Why do they even... Why did he call himself the Arkham Knight? Yeah, yeah. That makes no Who sense. knows? <laughs> I, I it's legit just for the the title. Right? It was because there's this there's a scene where Batman talks to Alfred on his wrist codec, and he's like, "Hey, the Ar- Arkham Knight. Let's start there. Scan the Arkham database. Nothing. Oh, actually, you know what? There is an answer because in this take on the universe, apparently, uh, Joker killed Jason Todd in Arkham." Or something. Oh. Oh, yeah. It was an abandoned wing of Arkham. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Where was that in the game? I don't know. But <laughs> they did mention it, but it's still very loose. Yeah. Like the, it, he's the Arkham Knight because they wanted the third game to be called Arkham something. Yep. He sounds so lame in this game. Every time. Really bad. Yeah. It's like I'm gonna get you, Batman, but not yet. Yeah, like but I'm gonna get you. We can move on from the the trashing in a second, but like he just sounds like a frat bro. He does. Like mm-hmm. every line delivery he has, it sounds like he's like throwing his arms up and backing up. He's like, you want a piece of this, Batman? I it's, even, it's annoying. It's annoying. This is two years after like The Last of Us 2. Like, why would you get Troy Baker to do this? <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, did the Arkham Knight have any redeemable moment for you not like character wise gameplay wise boss fight wise anything that stood out to you with that character in your playthroughs jack anything at all literally nothing like I, i'm <laughs> i'm trying to be fair I, the the final boss fight i don't like it's just him perched up on a tower you beat up a bunch of his goons and then you like you take him out i don't i don't know i played the uh the dlc where you can play as him and again, it's like, oh, this is just like incredibly violent just because they, they wanted you to because you can like kill people and all that. Oh, does he got Even guns? Even that, it's not. Yeah, he's got guns. Oh, he's cool. got guns. So, but yeah, pretty much nothing. Omar, was that uh, like Underminer drill boss Pac-Man segment? Was that Bruh, redeemable for you? Is is Underminer the Incredibles guy? Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, it, it reminded me of that. I never played more than an hour of this game by that Resident Evil remake, the first one. Isn't there a drill in that at one point? Or no? Am I crazy? Not that I recall, but I haven't played it in a few oh, okay. years. That's okay. Uh, yeah, that was really funny. I thought that was, oh wow, this is really funny. <laughs> but otherwise, uh, nah. Fuck that dude. I think the suit was kind of cool with the ears on top. Without them, lame. Lame looking. Yeah, he's got like digital camo and like a daft punk helmet and he does have that punk helmet yeah, yeah, yeah 
But and then oh, the the stupidest thing is when <laughs> the end of the game's happening and uh you're doing the boss fight with him and he's like he he confronts you like person to person, not like in the stupid car. And like the the helmet shatters a bit and then there's another helmet underneath it and it's the red hood like oh anyway <laughs> okay then he sprays the uh the red batman symbol on on himself yeah man and he snaps batman's restraints and goes away you know jack it would be interesting if they called some attention to the fact that he did that you know why did he do that why did he spray a bat on him for the vibes, that's what this game is. It's for the vibes, and it's all bad for the vibes. DLC. Yeah, for the DLC. <laughs> oh boy. Um, speaking of that drill fight, another big component to this game. Ooh, Jack's shaking his head. I want to start with you. <laughs> well, the Batmobile. Go off. <laughs> it's well. Here's the thing. It's mm-hmm. it's not good. I think it's very overblown. It's not good though. Like I, I'm, I'm more on the side of it's, it's pretty bad, and it's mostly my issue with it is everything feels mostly good to play. It's just the sheer amount of enemies they throw at you and the quantity of the amount of times you have to do like the exact same fights over and over. Like at least with the regular combat, it, it's pretty samey, but with like enemy variety like it feels different in, in a lot of instances but the batmobile combat sequences are like all the same and they're not that fun and the stealth ones where you're like sneaking up behind the big tanks like ugh, no thank you so this is a it's just like <laughs> yeah like i had to find like oh we gotta we gotta have batman in this like seven ton tank <laughs> be sneaky it's yeah. it's not a good idea Omar, how do you feel about the Batmobile? I think it's horrible, just like Jack thinks as well. <laughs> he didn't say <laughs> that. I'm sorry. But um, no, I remember I played the first half of this game, and I was like, oh, I was wrong. <laughs> this game, this Batmobile stuff's pretty fun. <laughs> oh. And I think I actually just forgot how bad it gets in the second half of that game. Because, like, yes, the Batmobile like, is a fine way to go around the city. The uh, Pressing the boost and everything, that all moves fine. It's, it's cool. Yeah. I, and I was thinking, like, Oh, maybe like they had a point because just gliding around for a fourth time would kind of be a little samey. So I appreciate the change. But yeah, I don't know why they lean so hard in that tank combat stuff. I think it's crazy. I think it's like it feels like a very 2015 game to me because I don't know if Black Ops 3 was also that year, but it feels like they got really scared about drone warfare and like unmanned machines and like the whole second half of that game is there's way too much of that shit. When the when it pops up and it's like you have 48 tanks to defeat, I'm like, what? <laughs> it's too much. I just think it's not all that fun. And I even get like the guns on it. Like I kind of like shooting the big one, but mm-hmm. the small one, it feels like there's very little uses for that other than like maybe shooting a missile. I don't get it. Yeah, I echo the same sentiment. I think the Batmobile design looks cool. I think the fact that it can transform into a tank is pretty cool also uh it controls great in my opinion i love the boost i especially love when you're driving real fast and you do the hold the the x button and then you can like do 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 and then launch yourself like 
10 football fields. But yes, why? <laughs> and do anything else with the Batmobile? Like, why create... Like, I understand the setting they're doing. And I do think, at, to their credit, early on for me, I was into the, the setup of, like, city's abandoned, military is, like, invading Gotham City, Batman needs to, to escalate, you know? No one loves talking about that in his movies. And it's like, okay, we need, like, an armored-plated Batsuit, we need a tank, let's go to war. And I was like, okay... This is the end of a trilogy, high stakes, setup is good enough. And then early on, Omar, I was with you. I was like, you know what? I defended the Batmobile back then. I'll do it again. And then <laughs> I think it was the, the thing that broke me was like the first long one you have to do. I think you have like a passenger or something. It might be Poison Ivy. And you have mm -hmm. to kill like 50 tanks. And it wasn't that like the combat's bad. It's just too much. And they don't give you checkpoints. I died the most of any Arkham game in this game, and it was all tank deaths. I'm not joking. I did not die as Batman once. It was tank deaths. <laughs> so those damn lines, like you're just <laughs> yeah. surrounded by. It's like ugh, it's it looks so horrible. overwhelming. Yeah, it's, it's like not. It's not fun. It's really not. Um. And, and like I keep thinking like too, because like, you know, a lot of those tanks. I think they're supposed to be those, those fights are supposed to be taken as like boss fights for this game. Mm -hmm. I don't know in some cases, but it's like I keep thinking about that Mister Freeze fight from Arkham City, where like, okay, each knock you get on him, you have to do it a different time. Like he'll do a different thing, and they never figured out something like that for the tank fights. It's always the same exact combat every time, except maybe there are some stealth ones. But they never mix those two. But you know what I mean? It's like in that. Every single tank combat fight, they never change the way you take down tanks. Yeah, I'm trying to remember, because I did do all the side quests in my first playthrough. Oh, yeah. And Jackie might be able to speak to this. I remember the Deathstroke one in this game. Like, it's a Deathstroke quest line. I was so excited because I heard all these great things about the Deathstroke fight in Origins, which I had never played. And then I was like, sweet, I'm going to get to fight Deathstroke in Arkham Knight, which... In my opinion, it has very good combat, like melee combat. Um, I did his quest line, and it's a tank. <laughs> I Come don't on, remember, man. <laughs> I don't remember if that was what Omar is looking for, because I, I vaguely remember there being, like, waves and having to sneak up on him, but, like, don't bury that behind, like, a four-hour side quest. <laughs> like, it, I forgot that he showed shows up in this game and i think the context is you complete the game like you're just like mopping up all like the stuff that arkham knight left behind and deathstroke's like yeah i'm in charge now and i was like when i saw that this recently there i was like wow i i platinum that and i've completely forgot about this <laughs> and now that you mentioned that i'm like oh that's why i forgot about it because you essentially just do the arkham knight boss fight again probably but it's deathstroke <laughs> Yep. in a big tank that's that's cool that's people must love that yeah uh to say some good things this game does build on free flow combat a little bit i think they go a bit too far at times but they add some cool things in there like there's some, some new gadgets you have basically your full kit from the end of arkham city at the beginning uh environmental takedowns i like a lot slamming i do it into like a a floodlight that 
Batman doesn't kill. But is there anything that stands out combat-wise, either from the very few uh, like actual boss encounters in the game to any of the new mechanics? Uh, Omar, is there anything that stands out to you combat-wise? I like when those dudes are charging at you with the red thing and you can press L2 to go... Psh. Is that new? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was cool. Mm-hmm. It feels good. Yeah. Jack. Yeah. I, I remember when I first played it, not like thinking it was too much like where you were saying, Christian. Um, but I, I've kind of come around. Like if I played, if I play an Arkham game, I jump into city and I just go to the challenge rooms. Uh, if I did that with Arkham, Knight, I would probably prefer that. But um, I do like the environmental takedowns like you mentioned the perks of getting like your super gadgets essentially like i would get the rc um or like the remote charge and just like put points into that and then you could essentially like instead of doing a takedown you could use like a super version of that thing and it would like electrify a bunch of people Mm -hmm. that was cool um i liked when you were playing in with like a partner next to you like catwoman or nightwing you could like do takedowns and it would switch to them. I thought that was fun. And it was a good way of like introducing those characters into like the same combat arenas as Batman. So yeah, overall I I liked it. I think maybe there's a little too much enemy variety in some instances, like with the medic and like the super beefed up guys, but I don't think it's anything egregious though. Are those the super beefed up guys that come at the very end of the game where it's like, we're stronger than the other guys. Like with the scarecrow thing, yeah, yeah. Or had they been there tall. before? Okay, okay, okay. And they also have a big gun. Yeah. Oh shit! For some reason. Oh, those guys too. Yeah. Yeah. Did they? I don't know if this was in Arkham City or not, but you know, like when you do a beat down on someone, mm-hmm. but then like uh, someone is about to uh, come in there and hit you. Can you counter them and then return to that beat down? Yeah. Or is that a yeah. new city, a new night thing? Okay. You could do that in City. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. At night, it just felt really smooth. I was like, oh, wow. But, yeah. Yeah. I think that's the thing, and that's what I wanted to ask you, Jack, and it sounds like you're leaning this way, because I remember you said Arkham City, in your opinion, when we did the replay, is your favorite combat in the series, and I think I agree with you in terms of, like, combat scenarios, but I do think that the flow here feels fantastic, and some of the new additions I do really like, but do you feel like you have... A definitive preference one way or the other looking at the whole you know i i would say personally i i would still go back to city i think the the enemy variety is like really perfect in that game mm-hmm. but i do feel like they really ironed out like the feel of combat in arkham knight the environmental takedowns are fun um i think there's a little too much enemy variety personally they also got rid of the like free free flow combat where if you get like 12 uh hits in like everything like slows down a little bit they got rid of that which is a little sad to me because i would just i would never use takedowns and i would just get like my combo really high so that like i'm fighting in slow motion in a in a sense so that was a little sad um i do agree with your point though christian and this is something i noticed playing the game which it might be a completely different point of topic but um all of the challenge rooms are so recognizable to me in Arkham City because they were just like places throughout that game, and it was cool to revisit them in that context. There is no place in Arkham Knight where I was like, "Hey, this is a really cool environment." 
like maybe the um the blimp but that's like the only environment that i think is interesting in this game like nothing else everything is just like wet smoky in a back alley somewhere yeah um i think the only overworld thing that i enjoyed that i thought was neat and i do recall doing challenges there is the uh I think it's like a train station or something like it's that like Eiffel Tower looking construction with a clock in it and then you can go there and there's like the layers and there's the drone guy there and the story like um I think you have to go there to lower the bridge to the second island um I like that location I think that's a cool predator room but yeah beyond that a lot of it's generic uh the blimp stuff is cool I agree um and I do like it kind of reminds me of a breath of the wild how you have like the the gyro controls to like shift the environment you're in for some of the beasts uh so i did i think that was neat but and i'm i remembered hating the blimps but i think that's because i was trying to get all the riddler trophies (laughs) because it it was very brief here they didn't overstay their welcome as an environment in this playthrough for me so i did like that too um my favorite location in the game if i might add uh, that parking lot with that big parking sign that's neon. Do you remember that? It's just got a really big sign that says parking, but it's like a neon. <laughs> I don't. Is that uh, when you're like oh. first grappling with the Batmobile? Is that it? You really just have to find it. I took so many pictures of it. Uh, maybe I can't find any, but it's like the biggest parking sign you've ever seen. It's, it's, neon. it's like so big and it's a, like it's a real lot that you go up and you go down. And if you call the Batmobile while you're up it, it will like carefully obey the rules of the of the parking lot. That's but, funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good. Very narrow parking garages in this game. Like yeah. some of those late stages that like are like a like a noodle spiral. Like those are tight. Mm-hmm. Um, That's the city. It is the city. <laughs> Massive wide roads and then very tiny alleys. <laughs> um. So, but how do you guys feel about Gotham? Because Gotham is the open world. Like, this is the actual open world Batman game uh, compared to the other two. Does it live up to what you'd want out of a Gotham City? No. Dude, Gotham sucks in this, in my opinion. I When I think of Gotham, I think of, like, the big, like... Even, like, the big Joel Schumacher, like, giant, like, cityscape. and And I think of, like, the uh animated series like old school sort of uh like giant i don't know big tall buildings this is like three islands like in the middle of the water and it's i don't know i i I didn't like it and i was playing uh miles morales again recently uh spider-man miles morales and the traversal in that game i really enjoyed because like yeah you're just kind of swinging through the city but like you're using each building as like an obstacle or like kind of like your playground in a way like you're using going from like one monkey bar to the next and like you're kind of planning your route in arkham knight like i never really want to i just like go up a pipe and i hit x like a thousand times and then i just soar over the city and like i rarely interact with the city and like i i don't really want to explore so i i don't really like the open world in this personally yeah and that's why i like the batmobile for traversal in this game because i do think it gives a really 
Like the roads are genuinely massive enough that you're not really bumping into things too much. When you do run into something, there's like fun destruction that happens for like the corners of everything. Um, it's just, they, they halt you so many times narratively through the story with the bridge is closed off. There's tanks everywhere now where it's just like, I love using the Batmobile up until a certain point on that island and then I'm flying everywhere again because I don't want to deal with these tanks. Even though realistically they take a second, it's like I'm following my Forza path on the on the floor. Let me just go there. But no. Um, so. Something that is cool related to cars because it only happens once in the game and it's with a car. Detective Vision is a very cool sequence that from what I hear was ripped basically straight out of Arkham Origins where you have the CSI mode where you can like rewind the scenario with like a hologram to like track evidence and like what happened at a car crash. That's awesome. I love that. I thought that was a cool implementation of detective vision being something beyond follow the, you know, tobacco smoke. Um, but they only use it the one time. So I still thought it was neat. That yeah, was that, cool. You're right. That was from Mark Origins. Can I talk about Gotham? Talk about Gotham. All right. I don't hate how it looks. I think it looks great. But why? Why did they make it look like Blade Runner? What was the reason? I don't understand. Um, that's a good question. I think the real answer is that whoever made that call at Rocksteady likes the look of Cyberpunk. Okay. <laughs> that's my guess They're ray tracing probably everything was wet in that game they needed those reflections yeah i mean speaking of, there was a i think that on that nvidia leak there was some like arkham knight ray tracing remaster or something that was on there yeah they haven't talked about that publicly yet i don't know if it just got canceled or if it is happening but like that portal ray tracing thing's coming out soon from nvidia mm-hmm but and they're releasing like a, a mod tool set that you can mod and ray trace into all these old games. So I think they might just like put that out and people have to figure it out. But it would look cool. It would. It's I a still, good looking game. I agree. Yeah, it still looks great. I was loving yeah. how it looked when I was playing it. Uh, and yeah. then that PC port, it's good. It's actually great now. Like I had absolutely no problems. It was it was very efficient. My PC was running it at 140 frames. Pretty cool. Oh, yeah, I know. Did you try it on like, the Whoa. deck at all? No, I did not. <laughs> I, I didn't. I bet it would run okay, but not as good as City in Asylum did, to be honest. Probably. So yeah. I, I was like, nah. And it's also like fifty gigs. So it's like, mm. yeah, it's a big game. Not doing it. Yeah. To to say something on uh, another positive of this game and like the way it looks, I, I think that was probably my takeaway. It's like, wow, this game still looks fantastic. Uh, the suits in this uh, still sucks. That you have to put it on the main menu, yeah. but. They stay on during cutscenes for like the major, like eighty five percent of cutscenes. Mm-hmm. Like the big ones, like at the very end, you you have like you know the armored bat suit, which I'm not a big fan of. But of course, I slapped on the '70s Batman suit and just wore that like the whole game. And like it's textured too. Like when he like removes his helmet, he like they had to like make certain instances like in the mask where like he it had to remove in a specific way. So they had to design like all these suits like with that in mind. So I think that's very impressive. The 
<clears throat> sorry, if I may say, the cutscenes are really good. Like the direction and the, the the camera stuff and all the cool animations you see, like the mask mm. coming off. But like anytime the Batmobile comes in the scene, it it's doing that one take thing, which I never noticed. But each one is like, oh, it looks like it's kind of neat. Is the camera keeps spinning around? I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I think game visually, it's a feast. The suits look great. Uh, I remember at the time when I bought the the Christian Bale suit. I don't know what it was, but I was like, I'm not vibing with it. So I just never used it again. But I threw it on early in this playthrough. And it looked great for some reason. I don't know what happened, but I think originally I just thought that like that Batman's face structure didn't work with that outfit. But on a re-examination, I think they kind of modeled Christian Bale's mouth because it doesn't look like the super wide Arkham Knight Bruce Wayne mouth. Uh, and then I looked at the Ben Affleck one, and I was like, wait, I think they did the Ben Affleck jaw, too. So, like, they did more work than I, I thought they did. And it looks good. I, I think it's still weird because the neck on the Dark Knight suit looks very long. But other than that, it looks amazing. All the details great. Yeah. I'll, yeah, the, the suits in this game are fantastic. Except for the Batman Beyond one. That is a travesty. Yeah. Absolute travesty. Like, what, what does it look that bad? Is it like cloth it, it, or like a like plastic? No, either? no, okay. it's like Arkham Is it Knight, shaded? but no, okay. no, it it's it's like Arkham Knight, but they let like a middle schooler like run wild with the design. Oh, okay, like really, really tech techy and ugh, it's horrible. Yeah, they're gonna have to look this up. The thing I don't understand is that in Arkham City, it's perfect. The Batman Beyond suit in that game is flawless, 10 out of 10, incredible. And then there's this shit, which, like, is frankly wrong. And I put it up for the viewers right now, just for quick reference. It's that. Left is city, right is night. It sucks. Downgrade. And I don't get why you guys have a city suit. Really? Oh, it's it's so... It's one of the, like, the most simple Batman... Uh, costumes i think like all black yeah. red and like white eyes that's that's all it is mm-hmm. it's very simple and they completely messed it up in this one i think it's also the teeth right because i think when you look at the animated batman beyond it's like the whatever tech they have in the future of gotham is like yeah it like covers everything on his face it's just he looks like he is a bat and his like you can't see his lips it is just the teeth and they committed to that they're like we're gonna make it work and that's also the same game where they did strip the animated series cell shaded thing and it worked that's cool uh and here it's like what if we didn't do that and instead tried to do a take on batman beyond it's like okay no thanks yeah i I think i just used the way the suit looks in the animated series but i feel like in city he looks like black panther or something but then yeah, yeah this one definitely. is definitely like a robot which is cool <laughs> but definitely over designed but i don't know um i'm looking through my notes to see what else there is uh i did notice this speaking of wearing the suits while wearing the dark knight suit if you're running he's doing like the same dark knight run like he's animated the exact same way like really normal batman it's not just the suit 
Oh, that's cool. Like it shows more when you're wearing the suit because yeah. I'm like, that's the end of the Dark Knight. But like if I threw on the, <laughs> the Arkham Knight suit, he's running the same way when you're sprinting. This is such a funny run at the end of the Dark Knight. Yeah, I liked that. That was a good good uh, pickup I saw. Bro, there's like that uh, that scene where Arkham Knight comes in with that drill, you know, that boss fight. He like quotes the Dark Knight like twice. Does he? He He's like talking about like... um. I can't. I, you have to forgive me. I can't. I, I should have wrote this down. But like, it's two very direct Dark Knight references. Or unless it's just popular Batman stuff, but it feels like quote for quote, like, oh, he's just talking about Dark Knight. I hmm. don't know. Hmm. I'll try and see if I can get him. Uh, I did write down some quotes with zero context. Uh, so if oh, you guys go. would like to hear them and then just maybe think, try to come up with what I was thinking about when I wrote this, uh, that'd be useful. Uh, one of them, I think I know why I wrote this. Quote, the knight thought it would just be a sports car. End quote. That's early game. Duh, he's a Robin. He knows that. Like, that's what it used to be. Um, immediately followed up. Someone's info is a little outdated. Like, that was, the, that, was that dialogue exchange. Um, <laughs> further on, I wrote down, I think Poison Ivy said this, nature always wins. And then I wrote, is this trying to comment nature versus nurture with the Arkham Knight? And then I just left it there. Oh, damn. Uh, but yeah, Poison Ivy's in this game. How do you like those, them plants, Jack? You still defending them plants? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. You know what I like, though? I like the the feeling of the, the Sonic uh, scans. Sure. Scanner for the vines. That's cool. That is cool. I did like but, that. that but that's it. <laughs> that's kind of it. Omar, I like how um okay. when she died, it was like Infinity War. <laughs> yeah. I was like, whoa. How'd they do that? <laughs> I mean, it's funny because at the time, I also compared it to a, a film, but we didn't have Infinity War yet in 2015. Oh, uh, what film? What we did have was Harry Potter and the Deathly Hells Part 2. Oh, jeez where Voldemort turned into to Ash. And I remember people were pissed off because they were like, we're, we'll never really feel like the villain died if they fade away. And then I thought that when Poison Ivy faded away. And honestly, on the replay, I, I forgot if she actually died. I couldn't remember. But she just dies. <laughs> uh, I found the Arkham Knight quotes I was talking about for the Dark Knight. Let's hear it. May I mention? One of them is, you get knocked down, you pick yourself up again. See, I learned that from an old friend. And, and is that... Does Alfred say that in the Dark Knight? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong on that. He sure, he definitely does. Something along the lines, right? Yeah. The other one is, when he shows up with the excavator, he says, I did ask if it came in black, but then I thought, you'd just get all jealous. That's a, that's a Dark Knight reference, no? Yeah. I think those are both Batman Begins references because like Thomas yeah. Wayne says the first one, and then yeah, the 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 second one's a reference to Lucius and mm -hmm. we're just talking about they're, the Tumblr. They're like back to back. Like Trevor just comes out and just starts riffing on Nolan. <laughs> this is really funny. <laughs> yeah, ever, did I ever tell you how I got these scars? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, legit. Oh man, um, I'm trying to I'm scanning through my notes to try and find anything positive uh 
I just have questions, really. Did you guys tell Robin? Because uh, Batman, after he watches Oracle get shot, and then not for a second think to linger, uh, goes back and tell, first off tells Gordon. Gordon's pissed, which I thought was dumb. Uh, and then there's an opportunity where somebody's like, you should tell Robin, you should tell uh, Tim... And he doesn't, and he continues to not. And then late game, you throw Robin in a cell, and then you have the chance to go back to him in the cell and tell him while he's locked up that he let his girlfriend die and then leave. Did you guys tell him? I didn't know you could do I that. Didn't. You yeah, can. I did not know. That is so cruel. I know. I did it <laughs> out of curiosity. Oh, I didn't do you. it. And he got real mad. He hit the thing, the glass. He was very upset. And then Batman just kind of didn't say. He's like, I'm sorry. And then he just left. <laughs> and then... I did find it weird that he just never does that. So, uh, yeah, I didn't know you could do that. I guess that kind of makes sense. It's also weird. Like, what a weird context. You can, but Jack... Well, I the thing is, I felt like a fool. Because she didn't even die. What did I do that for? I locked up my trusted co-worker said hey the woman you love is dead it's my, my fault colleague. peace yeah. and then <laughs> she's not actually dead he's just in that cell with no communication for hours i don't know what he's thinking about what he's gonna do but s surprise sorry i was wrong oh man um to nobody's surprise he shits on Harley Quinn's intelligence again in this game. <laughs> Robin does too. They all think she's dumb. Yep. They don't. She doesn't really prove them wrong, to be honest. No. Um. I. Go ahead. I think uh, there are they are so rude to Barbara Gordon in this game. They they kill her on screen like four times. There's the killing <laughs> joke scene they do in the beginning, right? Which is dumb. And then there's the there's the scene where she shoots herself in the head, which is uh, I think really dumb. I think I think that's stupid. And then there's um there's a scene where Scarecrow throws her off the building, like in the wheelchair or whatever. I don't know at, near the end. That's mm -hmm. horrible. And then if you um if you fail the the tank fight at GCPD, you get this really funny cutscene where a guy with a minigun comes in and just oh guns God. down everyone. <laughs> That, yeah, that is, I think, the most disturbing thing. Like we we talked about, like the the intro of the game, like the two scenes back to back. That sequence, the loss sequence, which you can't skip, yeah. is the worst. I don't like that, and <laughs> I saw that at least three times. <laughs> yeah, I, Jack, I I think it was you. It might have been Omar who said this months ago. It all makes sense now. It really does, you know, like it's it's painful, but like Christ, <laughs> like I, I cannot believe that that was in there as a fail state. Like, I think there's a funny way to be like the hero failed and then an innocent person died. Right. Spider-Man three, the video game. <laughs> yeah. Comedy camp. This what the fuck? <laughs> like, honestly. Um. Yeah, I I don't know 
what went through their heads there. Uh, there was another thing that stood out to me. Not as iconic as Unlocked Police Brutality, but I did unlock AR Challenge Gotham Knights. <laughs> there you go. So. Is there any... There's a Suicide Squad tease in this. Is there? I missed it. Yeah. If you... um. <laughs> But, like, remember, it's not necessarily Rocksteady Suicide Squad. This might have been uh, Warner Brothers Montreal's Suicide Squad at the time. Right. Or, I forgot but, about that. Um, and it might not even be a tease. It might just be context. But uh, um, after the game, if you just kind of get back in there and roam around, you'll hear a thug saying, um, that Arkham Knight's pretty good. He's going to prison, but there's a program he could get into and maybe do something for the government. Hmm. So Interesting. I think that's a Suicide Squad tease. Interesting. Definitely uh, is. Kind yeah, of worked that... out in the end, I guess. Did Gotham Knights turn into, or did, because that was teased after Arkham Origins, like doing a yes. Suicide Squad, that project to turn into Gotham Knights? I don't think it necessarily got turned into it, but they canceled a few, right? Like, there was Suicide Squad, and uh, then that wasn't there like a, who's the other they Batman? They were doing a Batman Beyond game, but it was Bruce Wayne's son, Damien, instead of Terry. Yeah. <sighs> That's sad. Who's also his son now, uh, but wait, really? Yeah, I think end of like Justice League Unlimited or something. They canonized that where like Amanda Waller like Damn. cloned him, and that's Terry. Ugh. Comics, dude. Yeah, it's. <laughs> Anyone pick up Gotham Knights on Black Friday? No, it's gonna hit no. fifteen bucks by the end of the year. I'm okay, cool. Betting on it. <laughs> but... All right, it's got to be on Game Pass. Or yeah. PlayStation Plus at some point. Yeah, I think it will. There's a lot of side quests in this game, including the Season of Infamy, which is a needle in a haystack of countless DLCs. Side quests as a whole. Because I know we were kind of just like mainly crit pathing, but if there are side quests that we participated in that we'd like to talk about briefly, uh, I think now is probably a good time to do that. Uh, base game, one that I wanted to do because I love that it was a setup in City and a payoff at night is the Hush Quest, uh, the Identity Thief in Arkham City. Remember we talked about this, Omar? Yes. Lucius gives you a call, I think, and he's like, hey, there's some like a weird thing going on with the security system. Come by when you can. And if you go there, you walk into the building as Bruce Wayne. And then you sit down at the desk to log in. Access denied. Lucius comes in. And then you're Bruce, Kevin Conroy, I think, doing like a little more of a gruff voice. And then you just beat up Lucius Fox to scan his identity because you are actually playing as Thomas Elliot, the, the serial killer that took people's faces in Arkham City. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It is a it is a very cool like little twist like stepping out of that elevator. Even this time, I was like, "Oh man, I forgot about this." Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, I I do like that. That's it's very um, brief. That's in the game uh, sci uh DLC. Yeah, that is a base game side quest. That is just the cool. one thing. It's not like a, a quest line. It is the resolution of the quest line from Arkham City. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's also like the antithesis of any other side quest in the base game because. I I like the premise of a lot of them, but they are just like 
you have to do like 16 you have to go back to it like 16 different times like uh the firefighters there's like a thousand of them and they only spawn like one at a time um even like doing stuff like firefly you have to like go out to the world find it do his thing and then it's very repetitive you just essentially do the same thing like six times over and i guess it's kind of similar to arkham city in a lot of ways but um the one thing i really liked and it wasn't even like the act of doing the quest it was just flying around, gliding, and then at one point you go up a random building and a bat, giant Batman just screams in your face, like completely randomly. That was awesome. I that loved that cool. a lot. Yeah, I uh, discovered that with the first playthrough. That was my summer. I was up at 2 a.m. leaning back at my desk in a chair when I discovered that, and uh, you can do the rest. But I did, that, is, that is cool. That is fun. That's a fun jump scare they do, and I like that. But um, there's it's actually... a lot. Go ahead, if I may. Uh, the uh, that's such a great jump scare because like all the other ones they do in this game are like the same thing over and over again. It's that same Joker, like oh he's actually there, or I ripped off the face and it's Joker, which I feel like oh okay. But mm -hmm. the man bat one, I assume is that the man bat? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was cool. Mm -hmm. And it, it's nice, too, because they throw it in there with something that you've been doing for two games at this point, where it's like, yeah, you're used to that animation, you know? It's like when people freaked out <laughs> in, like, The Last of Us Part Two when you go to the workbench and then get jumped, it's like, this yeah. is kind of bad. It's like, you're zoop. Oh, God. Um, yeah. But there's another quest line. Did you, go ahead. Did you guys like the when you pan the camera and more Jokers are appearing sometimes? Yeah. Or, oh, Jokers are... I think that was a really cool effect, but they overuse it so much. But the first like half, I was like, "Oh hell yeah, that's really neat." Mm -hmm. but I don't know. Uh, yeah, there's another way they implement that kind of at the end of the game, which I'm sure we'll talk about a bit more in depth. But like with uh, Batman's appearing, that gets me too. The first time I saw that, I was, yeah. that scared the shit out of me. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know how they do it. Yeah, I really don't. It's very impressive though. Um, there's a second quest line that was in Arkham City that gets its resolution here, where similar to the Hush quest in City, I'd say even less so, it has just kind of like a, oh, it's over now ending. And that is, I believe the Watcher in the Wings is the name of the quest. That is Azrael on the rooftops of Arkham City, uh, like the Crusader looking guy. I didn't play through it this time, but it is another uh, quest that gets its resolution here where he tracks batman down again is like hey i'm gonna challenge you to become batman and i think if you like f fail or if you say no he kills you and then you get like a fun nightfall reference but um uh yeah i always thought following up side quests like that i thought was interesting i could see why people wouldn't like that but um, i think it was cool it made the trilogy feel a bit more connected to me yeah, and playing it as him doing, you you would basically have to do like five or six combat arenas, and you couldn't get hit. Like you had to do it perfectly, so that was fun. Mm -hmm. uh, Jack, were there any side quests or quest lines from the Season of Infamy DLC that stands out to you? Because they added like what four or five? Yeah, it was uh, Mister Freeze, Killer Croc, Mad Hatter, and uh, Rachel Ghoul, and I had never played these like the DLC was and still is really overwhelming. So I touched none of it back in the day. Uh, but I went through and did like ev every DLC in this game uh, during this playthrough. 
And even like with the bigger ones like the uh, Barbara Gordon and Robin DLC, there's some where you can like play as Harley Quinn and stuff like that. Even with those bigger ones, I think Season of Infamy is like, quite honestly, I think it's my favorite part of the game. There's like those uh, side quests that I mentioned. They're very detailed, but they're not like way too long and stretched out like I think the most of the side quests are in the original Arkham Knight. Um, they're like very short and concise. Um, in the case of Mr. Freeze, I think that might be like the best side quest in any of the Arkham games. Like you're you're dealing with Mr. Freeze, but also Nora, who is like been taken from like goons around the city and like is awake now. And like you're dealing with like the ramifications of that, which I think is, is really fantastic. Um, another one that I really, really enjoyed was the Killer Croc one. There I'm forgetting the context of the prison it's either like a giant blimp in the sky that's a prison or like a giant ship in the water that's a prison and i forget which but it's one of them i think it was and a ship. uh killer croc is yeah okay it's 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 a ship that's like crashed ashore and you basically like go to the boat and um go inside and realize like oh you know all the prisoners are, are breaking loose but killer croc is like completely you know wreaking havoc in there and you you gotta stop it and the environment is really cool uh, but yeah, I, I would like sincerely recommend checking those side quests out. They're they're like I said, concise and they tell some really cool stories and have some good uh, environments there. So I like I like those a lot. Yeah, the only how long does it take? If I may ask, sorry. Oh, I would say at most like the longer ones. I think Rachel Ghouls is is probably the longest. That is probably like twenty minutes. But I'd say the other oh. ones are probably around like fifteen, um, just like a really like solid side quest that you can do fairly quickly. Cool. Yeah, the only one out of that bunch that I didn't get to uh, see through was the race one, which I intend on finishing. Uh, but yeah, I'm with you. It was it was nice to have like a bite sized additional, you know, mystery sort of for uh, you know this Batman to follow through on. Because I, when I finished it, I did load up my 100% save, and then I did the quests there because I hadn't done them at all before. And eventually I liked the Platinum, but not today. Uh, do you have the Platinum in this one, Jack? I have Platinum, man. Yeah, I, I do. And uh, I think it's the most excruciating of the trilogy. Uh, it's the one that broke my friend. <laughs> I got my friend into Platinum trophy hunting. And it was uh, South Park, the Stick of Truth, which like every trophy in that was missable. And this game where he's like, I'm done. Can't do it. There's too much shit to do. And there was a lot of glitch trophies at the time. And yeah, it's there. I think there's the most amount of content in Arkham Knight to, to actually do for the Platinum. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Like it's it's wild that I 100% at the game. And I still don't have nowhere near the trophy count for the platinum it's, it's ridiculous well is it one trophy you're missing or is it like a few i'm missing a good uh like five i think and they're all for like mm. combat challenges combat challenges uh i have to fly under every single bridge in the game in one glide oh, oh geez that one That's yeah hard uh-huh um i have to new game plus it so i will have to play through this game again eventually oh that, I, this is I, the time where they haven't figured out trophies. The new game plus, dude, can't be doing that. Which, if 
Arkham City's anything to go by, New Game Plus involves doing all of the side quests again, except the Riddlers. Mm-hmm. Unless they decided to be quirky about it this time. Uh, yeah, I don't think I'll get the plan. One thing... It's it's way too much. One thing I do like about like going and doing like the hundred percent stuff, um, and eventually like getting that nightfall ending, which I think is pretty rewarding. Um, I like going and dropping off like some of the major criminals in mm-hmm. the jail and seeing that number go up, like the maximum capacity. That was like a pretty rewarding system, and like seeing the jail fill uh, jail cells fill up as you go by, and like all these goons like shouting at you. I think that's cool. Yeah, it is funny to get the 100% and then go through there, and then there's, like, a comical number of, like, <laughs> yeah, prisoners in that area. Just, like, it's, I don't remember if they're, like, reaching their hands out and stuff, but, like, it's absurd how many character models are in there. Um, but One thing the game, I think, does well is how it wraps up Batman. Not any other characters, not any other plot lines, but the the resolution it gives to Batman and this take on Batman, I think is good. Like, I think it's a solid way to give Batman an ending. Um, Not my preferred ending for the character, I don't think, but like having him unveil his identity, uh, sort of allow him to address his own psychological issues and then in the public eye, die. Pretty solid ending for Batman, I think. Pretty in-character ending for him in this game. How do you guys feel? Yeah, I I, I like the way you put it. And I my favorite part of his ending here is dealing with the Joker inside his mind, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um it's like a he I feel like he has like a weird feeling with the Joker where it's like it's grief in a sense. It's like a breakup in a sense. Like he has like these really weird complicated feelings with like not having the Joker in his life. Um and getting that resolution of being like, no, like I I'm in charge. Like I don't you don't you're not a part of my life anymore. Like you you can't control me in, in any way. And like you can't even I'm expelling you to the recesses of my mind. Like you're not in control of uh my mentality anymore and uh, just playing that through like seeing the joker's fear was great like you could tell like batman has has overcome that so i i think that was probably my favorite part of like his arc throughout the series um because i think joker was integral to that story and for him to overcome that um it, in a way that wasn't him beating up the giant <laughs> titan joker um you know doing something more psychological i thought was really cool yeah another aspect that i love of that where you do shift first person and you are joker in that like mind palace uh there's a great newspaper massive headline joker dies gotham doesn't care i thought that was so funny (laughs) yeah well like the the whole game is like i see joker's a, a figment of batman's imagination but i guess in some aspects like the blood is I don't know, that's probably affecting him to make it more real. But, like, he's he's referencing that, you know, Batman's Bruce Wayne and the Joker doesn't know that. So it's, like, a construct of, Bat- of uh, Batman's conscience. Um, and it's really cool. And he's messing with Batman the whole game. And it's cool to see that Batman is now, like, turning the tables and messing with the Joker. Like, 
he understands what gets the Joker. And I feel like that's like the biggest switch for Batman being like, oh, him not being remembered is like the biggest thing I I have against him. I thought that was cool. Omar, tell me if this makes sense. Uh, I don't think Rocksteady should ever make a first-person shooter because when I was playing the first-person shooter part, it looked like a like CGI trailer sort of first-person shooter trailer. You know what I mean? Like it's like when there's a trailer for a first-person shooter, but it's in CG. Yeah, and it's like this isn't actually. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what it was, kind of. <laughs> I totally get that, but I think they should because that shotgun felt awesome. I thought, but I don't know. I like I played the whole game with controller, but then when they gave me that shotgun in first person, I just switched the mouse to keyboard. <laughs> it felt great. I don't know. Maybe that's what it was. It felt kind of sluggish, but like the part like it did the, it okay. The breaking effect on the statues that was excellent. That was very cool. Oh yeah, that was cool. Mm-hmm. It, it seems to have like pretty good like deformity there. Like it would like you shoot the head, that'll just come off for the limbs. Mm-hmm. It's like Dead Space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the sequence less than you guys. The whole thing falls. What's that? The feet? The really? I didn't try that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, like what you're saying, Omar. Like you shoot the appendages and they come off one at a time, but if, like you shoot the base, like the whole thing collapses. That's so cool. I just kept shooting the heads, but yeah, I I thought the sequence was a little like a little like okay. I think you started and uh, you're the Joker and you're the the, the scary Batmobile and um, you shoot down. I think I think you kill like 150 people maybe. And um, when you launch off your your missile barrage, it's uh, called the Killing Joke now, <laughs> which yeah, that, I thought was silly. That, I, yeah. I think <laughs> um, I don't think I think Rock City always likes to play with the psychological stuff, and I think it's fun. And the the cutscenes are like, oh, that's that's crazy, man. I bet Batman is thinking that stuff, but I uh, it's hard for me to really care about the psychological shit batman is going through in this game i guess i feel like it's because all this toxin shit and blood in him i just don't buy it but i like the shotgun yeah i i think so much of this game the priorities of what story they're trying to tell i just don't agree with it so like (laughs) seeing the way it's resolved just from the perspective of like this trilogy like i think that's where i get the satisfaction from it's like yeah this batman's closing the book on this take on batman you know not necessarily what i like about this game which is not much uh outside of mechanically how it feels to play but yeah i I see what you mean i i I think you're probably right because i ideally would have been great to have like a character interaction with either of these two main villains that are you know pushing batman apparently throughout this entire game but no it's like okay we're gonna go to a physical mental manifestation of this instead of having like a character drama moment which like would have been great but i don't trust that they would have been able to do that (laughs) yeah um but I, I do like how they also do a little bit of a throwback to Arkham Asylum, I think, when you switch roles. They do that again of Joker mm-hmm. being the one driving Batman. So it was cute. 
That was cool. Yeah. There's one elevator going randomly that they do the, the Arkham Asylum jingle when then oh, the yeah. back in the thing. That was cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, then the, there's the ending, like the ending ending. The Nightfall stuff? Yes. Okay. I didn't see this. I don't know if we're supposed to do that, but my bad. It's like two minutes. It's okay. a cutscene. Because uh, the, the standard ending is Gotham knows who Bruce Wayne is, Batman, all that stuff. You go back out. Gordon's like, there's still people in the city, Batman. So you go take care of them all. <laughs> and then after you do that, 100%, you like leave the, the cowl next to the bat symbol. You hop in your uh, military jet, fly down the street to your mansion, and then it blows up. And it fulfills the prophecy that Gordon announced when the title sequence began. This is how the Batman died. News reporter says Bruce Wayne and Alfred died. And then there's a bit of a time skip, I think. Gordon's saying some narration about crime, about Gotham. And then we see, get this, a family, a mother, a father, a child, leaving a movie theater, going down an alley, getting followed by a dude with a gun. I think two dudes with two guns, maybe. I think we see pearls. I think we see a murder about to happen, but up in the sky on a rooftop, there's a person looking suspicious, suspiciously like a bat. They say the bat's dead, and then Scarecrow-ified Batman shows up, and then whoosh, Arkham Knight. I have no idea what that fucking means. I still don't get it. I still don't know what they were going for. Like, I, I get... The, like the trauma of crime continues like it's a cycle all that's like i get that aspect of it but demon bat <laughs> jack do you know yeah like no i'm like i always assumed that asriel just took over sure and that was like his take <laughs> that was his take uh but like literally looking at it i don't know i don't know what that is like who is that supposed to be as batman or, you know, a bat figure. I don't quite know. Certainly not Jason Todd. No. I don't think. He's in the Suicide so Squad. So I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't get that it. That sounds crazy. Yeah, man. Like, look just look up Arkham Knight and Nightfall ending, and you will just see the image, I guarantee you. It'll be one of the first things on Google Images. Like, okay, okay. what? I don't know. I still don't. I remember theories at the time. It was like, oh, Bruce decided to start using toxin because he like, hmm. couldn't be scary as a billionaire anymore. <laughs> um, I saw that. I saw Azrael. I saw people saying it's just Nightwing and he has like a giant robot wings or something. <laughs> Maybe he didn't. He did lose the Joker fight in his mind. Could be that. Oh. Do you guys think Batman actually died, though? Like, did Bruce Wayne blow himself up? And Alfred. No. No. No way. Can I say something? I forgot to mention this. Alfred's annoying as hell in this game. (laughs) I wish he would shut up. And no offense, but like... Sorry, you go ahead, Jack. No, no, I I agree with you. I think he's... They kind of make him annoying, especially in this, but definitely throughout, like, the entire trilogy. Really. And it's sad, because he's great. They fucked with his hair in this. They They did. Well, you don't see him before, but now Batman has video chat on his wrist, yeah. which I think is bad. 
because you can't really walk around and see stuff now. You just have to like look at your your wrist every time. And it's like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which extra annoying thing, I didn't even realize this until like four hours in. You can walk while that's happening because you just can't do anything. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I don't know. It's a bunch of weird decisions, to be honest. I don't get it. Um, are there any other narrative beats or gameplay beats? There's there's one egregious narrative beat we haven't mentioned. Please, <laughs> it's it's these like these these sons of the Joker crap. I mm. think it's horrible. I think it's so bad because like five oh, people right. have been infected with Joker blood, and like I guess that means that they become Joker, <laughs> and uh, you you get to fight them all in that sequence in that 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 movie studio one. And I just think it's terrible. It's all these people doing like the worst Joker impressions. <laughs> and it's like, okay. I don't know. I just don't. You know that Batman's supposed to be realistic and I have to buy into it. But I just like, I just thought that was a bad decision. Especially when you have like Mark Hamill right there too. It's like seeing these like really bad Jokers try and take him seriously. It's just, I don't know. Mm. Yeah. And it, it's another like, aspect of the story that feels like really superfluous and i felt like we got everything we needed to out of that plot line in arkham city and for them to bring it back just felt like unnecessary and the the, the, the story just tackles way too many things and that's like a great example of another thing we gotta pay attention to for this story i haven't seen todd phillips's joker but I've seen somebody tweet about Todd Phillips' Joker, and I've seen people tweet about this game post-seeing that film. Did he just steal the idea of being Joker-fied from this game, like becoming a Joker? Is Because that's the point of the movie, right? At the end, it's like a Joker uprising. Isn't that what they do? Yeah. I know there's probably no I mean, blood transfusions in there, but like this is a game about becoming Jokerified. Well, I think like I don't know, I'm not a comic expert, but like there must have been someone who like in the comics previously like wanted to become the Joker after seeing him, like right. I mean, real life that happens actually. Yes, it does, and there's also like there's the Batman Beyond movie where there is like yeah the AI mm-hmm. consciousness of the Joker in the future or something like that. Um, so it's not a foreign concept, but I feel like this is the kind of the most prominent thing to do that in recent time before uh, the the Joaquin Joker. Well, I remember, wasn't there also a theory that Suicide Squad Jared Leto Joker was like based on maybe an imitation of a real Joker? Yeah, yeah. I mm. think so. I don't remember. I, okay. I think I remember maybe hearing, a fan theory. Yeah, I remember the theory was it was Jason Todd. Because okay. they were also doing some shit with Jason Todd in this game the year before that movie came out. So, right, I remember the graffiti or something on the suit. Right. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. So. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I think like, it's. Uh, I think I need two things. I think I need the performances of these fake jokers to be better, rather than then going full Joker mode, immediately, to for it to be actually a serious threat. And I think the blood idea is bad also but i don't know like yeah it makes no sense <laughs> yeah <laughs> i i do think it is hilarious though that the one that like lasted the longest and was like 
maybe Harley's second Joker was just the old grandpa. That was kind of funny. That was that was really funny. Because <laughs> we thought he was immune. Yeah. And then Batman really? just like, oh, fuck. Like, he yeah. was my shot. <laughs> yeah. And like, do they really have to visibly look like Joker? Like, I get putting on makeup, but like, they the Joker blood gets too crazy and their eyes turn green and they... I, I don't know. Not to like just nitpick here, but I just I just think it's dumb. Yeah, I mean I don't think it's nitpicking if it's like genuinely stupid, you know? <laughs> like it's 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 dumb. The best one was the big guy who like you couldn't really tell he's jokerfied, but he's strong. Yeah. Uh well that's kinda Arkham. Johnny Knight. Charisma. Johnny Charisma. That one I hated. Yeah. That was my least favorite. You didn't like playing as Robin. Listen to that. that I did song like that sequence. To be honest, <laughs> I like I liked Mark Hamill singing in the song. I, I yeah I liked when it <laughs> at switched least I to gave Hamill. it to Mark Hamill. Yeah yeah when yeah. it switched to him I was yes. like oh good. Uh, yeah. But and I I did like that. Uh, I think Hamill Joker was like not that guy not the, not him like the other ones maybe not him. <laughs> uh, that was kind of funny. <laughs> that was kind of funny. <laughs> um. Is there any other beats, uh, Jack? Is there anything that we haven't talked about that's a core part of Arkham Knight that stands out to you that you'd like to address? I don't think so. I, I've lost my notes here somehow. They just disappeared. So I had notes. I no longer have notes. That's a gift but, uh, to you. Yeah, overall. Yeah, <laughs> you're probably right. <laughs> How much do we really want to talk about this game more? Um, but yeah, it... I'm, I'm I'm at least glad that I'm solidified on my opinion about this game because when I first played it, I was like, I guess that was okay, and then I played it again in 2020, and I was like, oh, I don't love this, and now I'm like, oh yeah, I just don't like this game. So. Yeah, uh, I think 2015 was a different part of my life, um, and it was awesome to get a Batman game this big, looked this good, big finale to a series I already loved, but I still feel. It plays great. It looks amazing. If it was just a Batman simulator, it would be a 10. But it's not that. <laughs> so it's not a 10. And uh, I don't know if I'll ever do a full replay of this unless it's f for the Platinum. I decide I want to do New Game Plus. You're, you're going to have to. <laughs> Am I? Are they doing on the remaster? No. No, no. Um, I assume you wanted that platinum real bad. I mean, like I have the the one that's good. I have both of the ones that are good, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, I I think this game it's it's solid, but it's not good. It's like a like a high six or a low low flat seven, I think. It's got a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Like I was like again, I was playing the first half like oh damn. <laughs> that was wrong. <laughs> this game's got fun. It looks good. It plays. Mm -hmm. It feels great. Mm -hmm. And like Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill, top of their game on this game, I think. Yeah, I think best performance I've heard from him, both of them in this one. Yeah. But shout out to that side quest uh, wheel. I like that. Like the mm. weapon wheel thing, which shows you oh, progress. The radio I... wheel. I think that wheel's cool, mm -hmm. but 
I hate the amount of wheels in this game because I kept forgetting yeah, how dude. to get my gadgets back. <laughs> the, 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 this is hyperbolic. The worst thing in this game <laughs> is they got rid of like the the regular weapon select option yep. from City. It you pause the game to pull out a battering. Come on, what are we doing? That yeah, like, that is egregious, dude. I can't believe they did that. What's on the D-pad? The, um, the detective vision. Uh, detective yeah. vision and all those wheels, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, down on the D-pad is now the Batmobile. So so many times I'm like, oh, let me pull out my detective vision. I'm swooping down to go into the Batmobile. Like, no, it's not what I wanted. I had a problem too with the gadget wheel. Like all the uh, icons looked kind of too similar to where I kept forgetting where stuff was. But I don't know. That was just me. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's not great. I am surprised that nobody copied that progress wheel though for the quest lines because that was very snappy. Everything else though, it I, is good. I agree. That was cool. Well, uh, I think it's very clear how we all feel about this game. Would we like to do our rankings for the trilogy? Omar, we'll start with you. We'll go left. Uh, yeah. Um, I think I go. Asylum is the best. Then city, and then uh, and then and then night here as last. Jack. Yeah, I have City, Asylum, then Night. I also gave this a three out of five on GG, but I was being generous, I think. I I think I'm in the same boat ranking wise. I would go City, Asylum, Night. Um, I think there's things that this game does better than Asylum, but I think as a whole game, Asylum clears it, and City's just my favorite story of the bunch. So that's how it shakes out. Uh, you know, um, duologies. Yeah. <laughs> right. I think Asylum and City are great like that. Mm. I think City is such a great ending to that series. And I think this does feel like a directed video kind of thing where a lot of loose ends get kind of tried <laughs> to brought back up or taken out. I don't know. That's a that's a good we need more duologies. It. We do. Yeah, mm. we do. I mean, even look at God of War. Sure. Yeah, I need to finish that. Uh, I think there's plenty of examples of series that would have been better off being duologies. We did another podcast, Metal Gear Solid, you know, one and two. What a, what an accomplishment that would have been. Uh, I <laughs> I know I haven't seen it in a while. The Dark Knight trilogy. Boom, boom. Best Look at that. Best, wow. That's <laughs> one. You're best, like, though. you're not wrong even, but that third one is a fun defense. <laughs> Well, uh, I was just I was just going to make a Metal Gear reference. Like, is this trilogy the Metal Gear oh. Solid three <laughs> in terms of people should go back and play these games because there's a lot to like for sure. I, I still love I two actually... of these games, but like you got to you got to just go back in the context of the way things are now and just be like, oh, there are some things that aren't great anymore. I think it's it gets mapped out one one where Asylum's MGS one, Cities two, three is Origins, all right, prequels, but then four is oh. a big mess of a story with a lot of drone cyber shit about surveillance, I don't and know, a stupid it. cyborg ninja guy. So true. <laughs> but no, yeah. Uh, uh, actually, right in MGS four and Arkham Knight. Hmm. 
Okay, okay, look, one's definitely way better than the other, but I'm just saying, they're both a little edgy. <laughs> that's why I brought it up. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's the Arkham Trilogy. I'm sure there are things that we didn't address, but man, Arkham Knight, I'm good. You know, like, I don't think anybody needs to talk about Arkham Knight any more than they already did, because that was a discourse back in the day. This game killed Batman games. You guys remember that? This game came out, and they were like, so. we don't want any more. We're done. Don't do another Batman game. Well, it didn't seem like Rocksteady had plans for it afterwards, either. No. But I don't know what... Any... Yeah, I don't know. Warner Brothers Montreal, I respect so much, and I feel bad for them. Well, I'm sure they had something cooking. Speaking of... The, the final installment of the Arkham Longplay Club will be Batman Arkham Origins. Uh, we are probably going to hash out scheduling for that, but expect the uh, release of that to be sometime in December for the holidays. Uh, it's a Christmas game. Christmas time's coming up. Uh, this should be posting relatively soon after we recorded it. So let us know rankings where you're at with the Arkham series. Uh, my last question I'll have for you guys, and then we can plug things and sign off. Since this is the final Rocksteady Batman game, I would like to hear what your thoughts, hype, feelings are after revisiting all three, looking ahead to next year's Suicide Squad Killed the Justice League. Let's hear where people can find you, what you want to shout out. Jack, we'll start with you. Oh boy. Um, I was not excited for Suicide Squad before playing this trilogy, and I feel the same way. I... I wonder if Rock City is a much different studio now, given everything that's happened in the past few years. But I, I mean, I guess we'll find out in terms of like their 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 narrative style and the way they approach a story. Uh, I'm certainly intrigued, so I will be playing it. But um, yeah, you can follow me on social media at Fascinated Jack. Um, you know what? I will plug the Telltale Batman games. Go play those too. Those are really good. We got we did get some Batman games after Arkham Knight. Just, you know, not the tra traditional third-person action, but those are a really great story. And shout-out to Troy Baker in those games. He was yeah. Bruce in Batman. He crushed it. One of my favorite versions of Batman. What a, what, a, what a show. Omar, Suicide Squad. What are you feeling? <laughs> I'm excited to kill the Justice League. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I, I'll, definitely, I'll definitely buy it, though, because what else am I going to do? <laughs> mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I feel kind of bummed out that we did this podcast, to be honest. It's been real. It's been fun. But, like, I think I'm actually just not as much of a fan of these Arkham names as I thought I were. And I feel like, you know, some amazing parts of Asylum and City. But I don't. I think there, there were rough spots in those two. And I, I, I feel like I kind of waver on the side that maybe the great parts were flukes after this. I don't know, but um, I think, I think night is bad is legitimately bad. And, uh, I hope rock city finds their footing. I guess I don't, I, I don't, I don't really know what I want from them to be honest. The Superman game sounded cool. I would have played that. Yeah. Uh, well, great. Is there any handles you want to shout? You're on hive now. Oh, I'm on Hive now. That's it, I guess. My Twitter went bad. <laughs> so I'm on Hive. 
Uh, Ohm's a chef. Hell yeah. I'm in a similar boat. I was not really excited for Kill the Justice League. If I want to really out myself, I was more excited exponentially for Gotham Knights, and I did not touch that game. Um, Yeah. Really glad they made those first two Arkham games. Special place in my heart, despite their flaws. But, oof, yeah, I don't know about the talent levels that uh, have been touted forever. At the time, yes. Revisiting them now, yeah, I don't know what they had there. I think it might have really just been Paul Dini, because he gets the character. And I think the, the, the best parts, Omar, that you were just talking about with those first two games, I think come down to the tone of the character. And you take him out, you get Arkham Knight. So, like... I'm, I will play Kill the Justice League. I don't think I'm going to enjoy it, but uh, yeah, that's that's Arkham Knight. So I, I am maybe hopeful for the future of Rocksteady because they did like they did some leadership changes recently. And mm-hmm. who knows if they were responsible for how these how Arkham Knight turned out. But maybe there's hope. I don't know. Yeah, probably not going to see it in Suicide Squad, though, if it does change. But maybe after. Yeah, down the line, when we get uh, the first video game tied into the DC universe, when Rocksteady champions that, I'm sure we'll have a better shot. <laughs> but they can't actually do that. There's no way. <laughs> uh, you can find me everywhere <laughs> at ChunTD2. You can find JoyClicks on Twitter at JoyClicks. You can find this podcast series on youtube.com slash JoyClicks. Every entry for every installment of the Batman Arkham Longplay Club is now up to date. Once again, Arkham Origins coming in December. Uh, if you want to check out the Metal Gear Solid one, that's up there too. Uh, check out Jack and Omar. All their stuff is in the description. And that's it from us. Stay tuned for Arkham Origins, and we will see you in the future. Do we have a fun a Joker-fied sign-off or an Arkham Knight sign-off? Anything? Try a thing. I can't think of any good quotes. Hit, hit us with a... Uh... Yeah, you can hit a you can you can hit the audience with a uh, a soundbite from Arkham Knight in editing. Oh, perfect! Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll find a real good one for you. A treat. <laughs> See me? I talked for hours because I knew, right? Batman was on his way to save me, and the bastard just let me talk. Eventually, I just ran out of things to say.